It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Another day, another division winner coming to town to SAP Center in San Jose. Today it's the Boston Bruins for the very first time this year. And Drew Ramenda, as we sit here and watch these guys go through an optional skate, we are very happy to announce that Mark Edward Vlasic is back in the lineup. We are also very happy to announce that Kevin LeBanc has an opportunity to get into a game uh, in spite of some totally false rumors about his being put on waivers. There was never any discussion of that period, just for the official record. And in addition to that, we also have Kapo Kakinen getting an opportunity to get back in the nets and uh, in that last area. Hopefully he'll see a few less shots than the Sharks goaltending has seen the last couple of games. Yeah, there's a lot going on today. Uh, also, Logan Couture, we see him on the ice, so um, that's that's a good sign. So lots of things going on with the San Jose Sharks. The biggest thing was yesterday at practice where David Quinn definitely know, sent a message but certainly got his point across about effort. And one thing that was disappointing in the game against the Carolina Hurricanes was the effort of the Sharks after having a tremendous um, game and a tremendous game as far as the work they put in. We talked about that last morning skate against the Colorado Avalanche. Last game against Carolina wasn't very good as far as everybody on board. That message was delivered yesterday. We hope that with Mark Edward Vlasic back and Kevin LeBanc in the lineup, they provide a spark. But certainly the number one thing that has to happen with the Sharks tonight against the Boston Bruins, who had the best record in the history of the National Hockey League in the regular season, they have to make sure that they are bringing everything they can, everything that they've got away from the puck and with the puck. They've got to, they've got to be quicker. They've got to be more physical. They've got to be more determined. Before we get to tonight's game, I also must add that uh, Radim Shimek was placed on waivers as well for the purpose of being reassigned to the San Jose Barracuda. And he's coming back from an injury. Same thing with Nikita Ochotyuk, who's been reassigned to the Cuda, but on a conditioning assignment coming back from his injury. Two different scenarios in a similar situation. Here's hoping that Radim Shimek, who's a total professional, yeah. will uh, just get back to health and get a chance to, uh, A, stay with the Sharks organization, and B, uh, also get some time in a quality way with some other NHL players in the American Hockey League. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing about Radim, I thought he was the most improved player we've seen from one year to the next last season with the San Jose Sharks. Played a very physical uh, style of play on the, on the point. Um, was, a, as you said, total pro. Um, at his contract and the way that caps are, cap space is right now, I don't think anybody will be, uh, be able to afford to pick him up. Nikita's a different story. Um, so that's why he was on a conditioning stint. The aspect with Radim is the injuries have slowed him down and he needs to get back into that pace where he can play 
Um, the way he plays and puts his body on the line all the time, it is difficult. So with the, the business out of the way, um, it lets the guys, okay, let's just focus and move forward. For those two young players, focus on getting better. And um, with Redeem, I don't think we have any worry about that. No, zero whatsoever. And, and I don't have any worries about Ohotuk either. I like what I saw when he played for the New Jersey Devils against the Sharks last season. A lot of people forget he actually played in the game against San Jose, went back to the American Hockey League. But in that little one appearance, I, I saw a lot in what I think could be essentially a guy that's going to be around for a while that plays a physical brand of hockey. So that's really good news. Kapo Kakinen back in the nets. Um, he wants to be a little better than he was on opening night. He had some good moments in that game, and he has certainly improved his game a lot over the summer. I thought it was really interesting that a couple of days ago, David Quinn talked about how he was starting Blackwood against the Hurricanes, but he spoke more about Kapo and how much he's improved. In my opinion, that's smart coaching. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would ever accuse David Quinn of, of um, not being a bright coach or a bright, or a smart human being. I mean, every time I'm around the guy, I'm so impressed with how he talks to us and and, and what he shares with us. And um, you know, coaches always have a ulterior motive of sending messages. And what he, David does is that his honesty is his way of sending a message. And I really like that with him. Um, he knows, one thing David knows is not how to handle players, but the relationship with the player is important. It's, um, it's, it's, it's that old coaching thing, you know, players have to know how much you care before they care about how much you know. And David has that down. He cares about his players because he wants them to get better. And he knows if they get better, and I've got their back, they will play for me and my team will get better. So, um, and he also, you have to recognize, Danny, the work that players put in. You ask them to go out and be better. You ask them to put the extra work in. You ask them to do this and do that, to go, go above and beyond, and they do. And when they do, you have to, you, you got to give them the pat on the back. And that also happens when you have a reassignment, like Henry Thrun yesterday, reassigned to the San Jose Barracuda. So he's going through what a lot of young players do when they step right into the NHL, as he did last year, and you start after a really strong campaign in the preseason right in the NHL in the regular season. He's still young. He's going to go through it. This is going to be good for him. Yeah. And listen, the one thing that the San Jose Sharks didn't have to do for a long time was develop guys. They had, they had their stable of young players who were great players. Were they Russ guys here? Yeah, exactly. But for a long time, when, it, when, when the team was in their heyday, when they were making the playoffs every year, when they were one of the better teams in the, in the league, they didn't, they didn't put the premium on development because they had all the guys here and, they, and, and, and the Sharks were winning. Now, you know, since Mike Greer has taken over, the one thing they have done is put a premium and they put resources behind developing players because they know now in the National Hockey League, you can't go get free agents. It's very hard to go get, very hard to go get guys in trades because of cap and all different kinds of things. The, the thing is now you have to develop. So Mike Greer hires more coaches. He hires, he brings back more alumni and they draft a lot of guys and they're putting, they're putting the work in with these young players development. They're not rushing guys in the lineup. Henry's gotta be here because we really need him. Okay, well, no, that's not the case right now. Let him ripen on the vine and when he's ready, pluck him off. For tonight's game, the 
positions are going to be a little bit different uh, on the line combinations, and you would expect that after way, the way that David felt about his team's play against the Hurricanes. We've got Hurdle with Barabanov and Duclair. We've got Hoffman, Luke Cunning at center, and William Eklund on the wing. And that means Jacob Peterson's going to sit out tonight, but everything else is pretty much the same. Kevin LeBanc gets in, as we talked about. He'll play with Bordalo and Zadina. One thing that uh, David talked about in his scrum with the media today is the idea that uh, the NHL is becoming a more positionless game. I think that maybe the exception might be the center position, but even there, it depends on where you are on the ice and how you react. And, and I wanted to, to focus on that for a second, Drew, from a coaching perspective, because I know that, for instance, Duclair, Barabanov, and Hoffman are three players that are particular. They're, they're left shots, but they like to play on the right side. And the question is, uh, does that really matter? Can you, can you line up a certain way and play the way you want? You can line up a certain way and play the way you want. That's, the game is more positionless now than ever. It used to be your wingers patrolled up and down the boards, your centerman patrolled in the middle and made sure he supported down low. Now everything's interchangeable. You've got to be able to read off guys. You've got to be able to support off guys. You actually, you know, in, in, the, in the game now, you shrink the rink. It's more of protect the home plate, protect the middle, make sure you, you interchange talk. And you still have to make sure that your wingers get the puck out on the boards. But you can also, I think the one thing about, about that is when, when you have the guys who are in their off wings, um, offensively, that's why they like it. So they can come in with their stick on the inside and boom, be able to fire the puck. And, that's, and, and Duclair and, and Hoffman are shooters, so it doesn't really matter. But what matters is how much effort they give you on those positions. And that's a big deal tonight against Boston. Shrink the rink. Make believe it's like the old Boston Garden, 185 by 83. If you can do that against a team that has as much character as any team in the league in terms of their identity, you're going to be successful. We're on the air at 7 o'clock. Sharks and Bruins, stay tuned on the Sharks Audio Network. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.